The next person who changes their mind based on something they read in a response to a tweet or Facebook will be the first. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Okay, I fell for it. And I bet you have too, at one point or another. I did something stupid on social media, on the Twitter the other day. Oh, you posted a picture of something you shouldn't have? No, actually. Well, I guess it kind of turns out that way. You made a racy comment? Not even racy. And it, what I did was cause a ripple effect that is being felt still today because my feet <laughs> is gummed up. <laughs> with all sorts of crap that I didn't start, but, you know, it was like the you know, little campfire. It is a full-blown now prairie fire, <laughs> and multiple departments are responding. Mm-hmm. They got the helicopters up trying to put it out. Actually, I'm not even really trying to put it out. And I don't even really regret what I did or even fully said. It just, didn't I know this was going to happen this way? And it comes back to something that we talk about on the show a lot and people experience in their lives. Like, The people who are in the social media space purely to poke at you, poke, 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 jab, 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 over stupid, silly stuff. I often wonder if they even realize they're doing it because you look on their, if you look on their little thread of posts, it's like every day to somebody, snarky comment, snarky comment, snarky comment. You're like, "Hmm, that's all you do. It's like snark in the nth degree and they're all the same. They have a fake profile picture and a nonsensical description of who they are. So they remain completely anonymous. And, you know, I know some of them are bots, whatever. Uh, The one in particular that I'm going to highlight here, I'm pretty sure is not a bot. It's specific enough, whatever. But, man, the guy got my goat, and so what did I do? I went there and responded, and I did something, and this thing all blew up. (laughs) And now it's still gumming up my Twitter feed. All right, explain. I should have known better. I did know better. I did it anyway. So this is, this is the racy post that I put out on social media this weekend. Now, you know I'm into my lawn. I've heard you mention it once Okay, it's my hobby. It's my, it's my sickness. Like, I'm into it. I'm overly obsessed. I don't let the kids run around on the front lawn. Like, when they were little, I'm like, <laughs> go in the back. Okay? But I admit, I fully admit, and if folks hear me talk about it, I fully admit I'm the idiot. Okay? But it's... It's important to me. I like it. I take care of it. And that's if it brings you to your happy place. It brings me joy. Yeah. I'm thrilled with it. So Lance Allen and I over TMJ four years ago started something we call Lawn Wars. Mm -hmm. And that too is in jest. Lance is one of my best friends. And we go back and forth and make funny comments about each other's lawn. And Lance Lance rips on my lawn and I rip on his lawn and we make fun of each other and we say, who wins lawn wars? And most people seem to really enjoy it. I'll even, if I don't post something about my lawn for a while, I'll get people saying like, hey, how's lawn wars going? You know who talks to me about lawn wars a lot? Former Governor Scott Walker. I tell you what, every time I see him, Eric, he'll be like, hey, lawn wars looking good. Yeah. We really got Lance this year. Hey, lawn wars five. What can we expect That's, this year? It is season five. Yes. I see you're a fan. So I post things about my lawn, and then I usually give it the hashtag Lawn Wars Season 5 or whatever. Sure, sure. This is what I post this weekend. I was in the yard for like six hours on Sunday or Monday. It was Memorial Day. And included a run to Stein's where I spent a lot of money on a bunch of stuff and everything I needed, right? And I come home, and so I post the the fruits of my labor, okay? It was a side-by-side, a before and after. 
I needed to work on the edging and the mulch beds and tree hedge trimming, etc. Mowed the lawn. Big Lawn Wars Season 5 Progress Day. Double cut, edged lawn, tighten that mulch line with a spade and scissors. That's true. And actual scissors. scissors. Filled in with some fresh cedar trimmed shrubs. Pro tip, your lawn needs a minimum of one inch of water per week. We've had zero inches of rain lately. Sprinkler, exclamation point. This was the racy post that caused some guy to lose his mind and start immediately poking at me. Let me see if I can find him here. I'm not going to say who it is because that'll even that'll even more fuel him. This is this was his response. You should rehash this waste wars because the EPA estimates that about a third of all public water is used to water grass. In the U.S., lawns consume nearly 9 billion gallons of water a day, and our mowers consume 200 million gallons of gas. And then he doubles down. Turf grass provides virtually no habitat for pollinators or other animals and plants that make up a healthy, diverse ecosystem. Stop your stupid waste wars. It's like suburban dads comparing, and he uses the word, and FYI, you're all overcompensating. <laughs> wow, getting personal. Woo! Jeez. Woo! Easy. How was your day? I posted a picture of my lawn. <laughs> and this guy lost his mind. I got pollinators in here. Oh, I, I got the it. EPA in here. He wants to destroy me because I mowed my lawn. <laughs> Here's like, my favorite part. What are you doing, man? My... Just scroll on. <laughs> yeah. Or unfollow. Uh, absolutely. No reason you have to follow. Oh, boy. Here's my favorite part, though, is that you knew what was going to happen was going to happen. Yes. Because what did I do about that? I went, because I've had it with this guy. He's into me about my lawn a couple of times. And the you can't out-troll a troll. You can block him, though. Right, sure. But <laughs> the best thing to do is just... Make this guy think I never even see his stuff. I have so bi- I have billions of followers and I never even see it. Right, so that's the best way to handle somebody who's poking at you. Is just like just like your mom always said, just ignore those boys. If they don't know how special you are, <laughs> right? Just ignore them. <laughs> it It'll drive like them a very nuts. Right. Specific memory. But for whatever reason, I decided. Not only did I, I like did the you can quote the tweet. So his tweet back to me about comparing the size of male genitalia being akin to what I'm doing by posting pictures of my lawn. I said, okay, Twitter, have at this guy who keeps trolling me for mowing my lawn. Enjoy. And Twitter did what Twitter does. And now I have for days on end, tweet after tweet after tweet. Some some people actually took the guy's side. Oh, I I saw that. Either on environmental reasons or whatever. I'm like, you're on the side of a guy who's like, Posting lewd comments about a guy who put a picture of his lawn up on Twitter. Like that's that's so, the hill you're dying on today. So I will say this: I don't water my lawn, and I'm pretty proud of that. And I know that you'd go, you'd probably start like itching your skin if you were at my house. <laughs> but and okay, saw my lawn. But do I have a problem with you because you don't water your lawn? You've never accused me I, of overcompensating, <laughs> right? I tease you. We joke about it. Do I think you're a bad guy? <laughs> Would I ever blow you up on Twitter for not properly manicuring your yard or doing things my way? Look, we've talked about it in No Mo May. Not for me, not what I wanted to do. If you want to let your stuff grow to be a foot high, I don't care. Like, I'm not... I'm not out there like trolling at the no mo May people every time they posted something like, what are you doing there? Your lawn looks terrible. Like, fine. Fine. 
Fine. <laughs> I love how your phone's blowing up right now, too. It is. Who's texting? Nisnansky. Uh, <laughs> Yesterday's local grass pollen report, very high. Turns out the bees are okay, despite your manicured wow. lawn. Well, so Thank you, Niz. The, the whole bee thing, I, I do think there is a place to discuss how we can preserve and take care of a, beer, a bee population. Totally but fine. I really do think that's the point of no mow may, not necessarily to okay. force people not to mow their lawn. Or even but, to, you know, to suggest that like I'm some sort of, I really should be in the crosshairs of the Environmental Protection Agency because I mow and water my yard a little bit. I mean, like, if you want to talk about bees, okay, I have a vegetable garden where the bees are quite happy. I have a flower bed that's abundant. Annuals and perennials, they come up. The bees are quite happy. As far as wildlife... You haven't even brought up the M word yet. What's the The M malorganite. Malorganite, yes. I don't use weed killer on my lawn. My lawn's in such good shape. I get a few dozen, probably, dandelions a year. I rip them out, I throw them out, or put them in the mulch bin or whatever. It goes back to, hang on, I don't throw them out, I don't throw them in the trash. Wait, <laughs> you actually put them in the trash bag? St- step away from your Twitter. Step away. <laughs> step back. I'm not armed. No, I put them in the recycle, we take them to the recycling center with the yard waste that goes in the thing and it turns into mulch one day and all that stuff. So I, I've gotten my lawn to that point. There are so many environmental benefits to a healthy lawn that the aforementioned EPA even has a list of them on their website. Helps with stormwater runoff. If you have a healthy lawn, less water from the rain ends up in the storm drains. And if you're in the MMSD area, it gets treated down at the sewage plant, but they prefer that it stays in your yard or enters into the water. Uh, aquifer helps trap that. My, I assure you, I have plenty of little critters running around my lawn. There's a baby bunny who lives near my hey, house. Very nice. He seems happy. Birds were in my yard yesterday. They're happy. We got a couple of ducks that visit my neighborhood. They're around. Right? Yeah. Hmm. So they're not even right on the facts on this thing. Like, because you have a healthy lawn, you're somehow destroying the planet. And what's this guy doing? What, he has no car? <laughs> has, no, has no carbon footprint? Zero. He bathes in the local stream or what? He doesn't <laughs> yeah. use any. He's out there in the Rock River with natural soap bathing. Oh, no, see, you got, you got caught. You got caught, and now it's still bothering you days later. (laughs) I'm nuts with it. It made me nuts. I will say this about lawn, though. My lawn will survive anything unless I, like, pour bleach or gasoline on it. (laughs) Well, yes, it will. My lawn is, like, Teflon to everything. It's fine. Now it might be a little little yellow at the moment. I actually had a guy ask me. Some good came of this. He said, look, I really don't... I like my lawn, but I, I don't pay attention to it like you. I don't really, you know, what's your solution? Because we're super dry here. I'm yeah. not going to water all the time. And I said, here's what you do. You either water it or you don't. Like a little bit of water. Like don't now that we're in this dry stretch, go out there and water your yard for a half hour today. And then that's it for a week. Like that's not going to help you. In fact, it could make it worse. But isn't that what Mother Nature does? Like rain occasionally at random times for a random amount of time? I don't speak for her. I don't know how she handles things. Things work out. If you, but... If you're going to artificially water your lawn, they say either do it or don't. So give it that one inch a week or kind of in these dry spells, let it go dormant. It will come back. You're right. Lawn is resilient. If that's your cho- And here's another thing. <laughs> if that's your choice, fine. Fine. Do see, it that I, way. I actually should tell the kids to stay off the lawn because you'd see the footprints. It would hurt. You don't want to, you want to do it in bare feet. Yeah, it would hurt. It's cut prickly. themselves. Fine. It's just what is this compilation to sit out here and poke and poke and poke and poke at people? Who enjoys that? Keyboard warriors. Yeah, indeed. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
In response to my having posted a picture of my lawn, Twitter troll writes, Turf grass provides virtually no habitat for pollinators or other animals and plants that make up a healthy, diverse ecosystem. Stop your stupid waste wars. It's like suburban dads comparing, yeah, and FYI, you're all overcompensating. Shots fired, buddy. Otherwise, it was a good day. Um, From the four one four over there on the old national bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old national bank, get old. Maybe the last line was uncalled for, but he wasn't wrong. Says the four one four. He was though. He's wrong on his facts, which also is either here nor there. Your facts, this like, but he was wrong. Here. I told you, EPA, right? From the Environmental Protection Agency. Healthy lawn, healthy environment. Caring for your lawn in an environmentally friendly way. A 19-page document accessible (laughs) on the internets about the environmental benefits of having a healthy lawn. And fine, do it your way. You want to plant wildflowers in your front yard? Good for you. You want to let it grow? You want to let it not grow? Good for you. I just don't get this whole thing about why... Why you got to poke at people? And not even about this issue, whatever it is. The, the Twitter troll who's just there. Poke, poke, poke. Like, what? En- why do you enjoy that? From the 414, I got into a multi-thread argument with Can't someone on a state park page. Can't do it. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yes. Neither one of us would back down. The next person who changes their mind based on something they read in a response to a tweet or Facebook will be the first. <laughs> I know that going in. And still I did it. I don't do it often, but I, I, yeah, I made a mistake there. And I will, okay, one caveat. I will shoot myself in the foot on this, on this argument by acknowledging this. If you don't want people to comment on your stuff, don't put it on the internet! <laughs> I posted it, okay? Yeah, you're right. I posted it. But there are people that post stuff deliberately to be provocative, to elicit that response. They post, you know, XYZ, Trump, for it, against it, whatever. And you're, you're, that's begging for people to respond to that, right? I posted a picture of my lawn. <laughs> Vinny, the poster's probably 14 or 15 years old. <laughs> okay. That could be. Well, he's, uh, still, he's still mean. Let's see here. Here, you know, a couple of people have said this too, that, you know what, they, they don't necessarily believe in no mo may. But at the same time, get and understand that if you don't cut all the time, that and if it rains <laughs> once in a blue moon, that the, the grass can be lush. And- it can be. It absolutely can be. Uh, another tip that I gave to the guy who said he doesn't want to water that much is mow high and mow less frequently. So it's not gonna, your grass is not going to grow that much right now because it's not getting water. So then you mow it less frequently. Leave it high. It'll stay. It'll come back. For oh, sure. You do it that way then. And another uh, person, uh, we've had a couple of textures here, suggest that native plants would be the best way to help with the pollinators. You know, put in some of the, the native sure. stuff. And that's the other thing when folks Not are out there with grass. these. You've, done the, you've, you've publicized w- one action that you've taken without knowledge of any of the other things that I mentioned. Like, again, vegetable garden that we have is, is good for local pollinators. The flower garden that we have, also good. So there are other steps that we take in my family I do think we all have some degree of responsibility to be good stewards to our environment and to the planet. But to suggest because a guy mows and waters his lawn, he's destroying the earth is absurd. But no one should ever be surprised that anything they post is going to elicit some type of response, no matter how snarky. Okay, well, I'm going to shut it down. Then you'll all be sorry. I won't tweet anymore.
Then I've, you'll be I've sorry. seen that tweet before. That, that <laughs> never lasts. I'm turning this off. Twitter's too toxic. Either that or I'd just learn to take it. 829 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> Eight thirty-one in Wisconsin's morning news. Hey, so I have to ask you. I was wondering about this, and this texter reminded me about it. So from the nine two zero, this texter she writes, "I would love to have a lawn like yours, Vinny. We have an acre and a quarter, kind of in the country, really cruddy, rocky soil, but we have ah, a high yeah. school graduation party Uh-oh. at our house. And I was wondering what to do because it's a little crunchy, and they want to have cornhole and different games out there. You have a high school graduating senior." Yes. I'm assuming you're going to have a gathering, whether it's family or whatnot, at your place. Are you yes. going to let them on the lawn? I originally pushed for an outside venue, <laughs> in part because I'm like, I don't care what it costs. Can we rent a back room somewhere? Because <laughs> I don't want people all over my yard. Standing around, right. spilling drinks. Exactly. Kicking things. My kids were little. We had a you know, big blow-up pool, too. Oh, I bet that took care oh, of parts of the lawn. Made me crazy. But it was so fun, and I did it. I, and again, I admit, I'm the, I'm the crazy one. Okay, so like, and I have good humor about it. Just the rest of it, like, leave me alone, guy. So what about like uh, croquet? Does that mess up the lawn at it all? It would, yeah. How about volleyball? And then you could chalk chalk some lines for the volleyball net. <laughs> okay. Listen, or spray paint. I got some white spray paint. We could spray paint the lines. Backyard's in. fine. Just leave the front alone. <laughs> That's the showpiece. 8.38 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Got to get to a few stories here in this segment. First of all, the president fell down. Actually, in fairness to the president, he tripped over something. A sandbag. What do you got on this? Here's how it sounded. I'm not sure. Did they cheer more? <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure how to react to this what kind sound of event there. was that? I'm going to play this again here in a second. So this was at the Air Force commencement. This is in Colorado Springs, Colorado. These graduates who have the additional pride starting their careers of service led by a general that might say butt-kicking American airmen. Yes, here we go. Class of 2023. Yeah, so it was a great time. So then he was up there when some of these folks were getting up there, these new future leaders in our service member industry, if you will. And then he he gave a a handshake to, to one guy, one service member, and as that man was leaving the stage... You can see the president trip over like a sandbag weight that is right there on so the stage. That was to weigh down one of the stanchions that yes, held up. Thank I think you. maybe either the teleprompter or some of the other mm-hmm. infrastructure that's so there. So the that sound, as we call it in the industry, of the crowd is interesting. I'll play it again. <laughs> so he kind of falls down, and they, you know, as multiple people go up to him to try to help him. So he was quickly brought back up. He stayed up there. He actually like did a quick little jog to show a little vim. Did the bounce will. Yeah. And I'm vigorous. Pointed at the sandbag. Make sure we all like, saw see, it. <laughs> he did point back yeah, at it. Like, yeah. no, I didn't just fall down. I tripped over this. It was right this here. right here. The president himself trying to laugh this off, joking to reporters that he got sandbagged after he tripped on a sandbag and fell on stage. But the president's political rivals have been quick to seize on this. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, so here's uh, former president Donald Trump. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. 
But it's the whole thing is look, the whole thing is crazy. So I like that one, but this one is a little bit more like a little side slap shot, okay. if you will. That's a that's a bad place to fall when you're making. The, I think it was the Air Force Academy, right? He's making. That's not inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, one more from that's the uh, president funny. or former president. He he did actually make a joke about because you may recall. When the former president was the commander in chief, there was one moment. I, I'm trying to remember when this was. If it was during the re-election campaign, he was seen walking really slowly off a ramp on a stage, like really slowly. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it seems strange how slowly he was yes. walking. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ice skate. It's like an ice rink, yeah. They, they knew what he was talking about. So the the president is fine. Again, they say that he's uh, doing okay. He's. I think they. I, I thought I saw one report where he, he did admit to being like maybe a little bruised up there, but he. When he got over back to the White House, they showed him in front of the. You know, there's there are always people when the president comes and goes, right? So he's walking back from mm. uh, I think from Marine One from the chopper, and he kind of gave him like a hop, like nope, I'm good, yep, I'm <laughs> right, good. Yeah, so. just laughing it off. Uh, Ron DeSantis also saying that hey, you know, whatever, hope he's fine. Um, but they did have a, a little bit of a zinger there as they campaigned in Iowa for the now commander in chief. A couple local stories I want to tell you about. I mentioned earlier, fireworks are back on July third. Great. Time-honored tradition here in Milwaukee. They were gone for a couple of years. COVID was part of it. But then later when COVID really wasn't the reason, the county was having trouble finding workers, they said. So I want to shout out a few sponsors who are going to bring the July 3rd fireworks uh, once again to us on Milwaukee's lakefront. This is from County Parks Director Guy Smith. Thanks again to our generous sponsors, American Family Insurance, Milwaukee Parks Foundation, and TNM Partners. Additionally, we've collaborated with City of Milwaukee, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office, and United States Coast Guard to ensure a safe and enjoyable celebration for families it's free for you to go but it's not free to put on so definitely join in the thanks to those sponsors who step up to bring us that long time tradition i remember back when it was the first wisconsin fireworks i had a buddy his dad worked for first wisconsin so we got to go to the war memorial and watch it there It was real bougie fireworks watching (laughs) <laughs> didn't have to go down real early. Mm, we don't have to fry eggs and Had spend the night. Had a bathroom. Right. We, didn't, right. we didn't camp for three days for the seat. <laughs> it was food and everything. I was big time wow. that day. So shout out to the county. Good that they're going to get that done. Less of a shout out for the county. You know what happens this weekend. Give me a go, no, go for launch. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Surgeon. Go flight. Ecom. We're go flight. GNC. We're go Launch Control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. Go for launch. The lanes are painted. The tens of millions of tax dollars spent Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Fire up that magic bus. You know what's going to happen. This is going to be super successful, and you'll be eating crow right where you stand. Be happy to do it. I say this all the time. I'm not the guy who roots against the home team because they're the ones I pick to get boat raced, you know. Oh, Vikings are going to totally kill the Packers, right, this weekend. And then you root against the Packers, your team, so you could be right instead of happy. Not that. If the Magic Bus is wildly successful, then fine. I hope it is. Uh, This is the bus, oh, by the way, at a startup cost of some $55 million and a loss of traffic lanes on Wisconsin Avenue and Blue Mound Road. It is so magical, Eric. It will be... This is based on expert predictions. It will cause people by the thousands to park their cars and hop on board the bus instead. Because why? It's faster. Yes, the bus rapid transit is several minutes more rapid 
than the standard bus if you ride the route all the way from the lakefront to Watertown Plank Road. That's one of the things. You get to get on a platform, which is really neat. <laughs> You're smirking. Right? Get to drive in your own lane on the magic bus. Yeah, but you could like do some preliminary email sure. work if you were shooting in the downtown. You could do that on the regular bus right now. You're not because you have a car. So the part you question is whether or not someone would actually park their car to take the bus rather than this being a few an, will. another option for someone else to a take. A few may find this far more convenient than the regular bus. They like it, okay, they want to get some work done or whatever. So, yeah, I'd rather do this than that. Fine. But not thousands and thousands to the degree that it reduces congestion in the already congested traffic corridor. That's why I call it the magic bus, because it won't do any of those things. It is scheduled, though. First date of operation is Sunday. They're supposed to run every 15 minutes on weekends, 10 minutes on weekdays. Uh, we've got our Jason Smith, who's been a contributor to All our right. program here Excellent. at WTMJ. I got him to ride the bus Sunday. I'm like, dude, you got to go out there. And he's going to report back to us on Monday. I need to get you on that bus at some point, though. It'll happen. Ten minutes before 9 o'clock on this Friday morning. You have no idea how happy I was to see Eric this morning. If you, I imagine if you're listening right now, you're probably not up with us at 5 o'clock, although a few of you listen to every moment of all four hours of Wisconsin's morning news. We are grateful for you. But Eric comes in, we do the news at 5, we get through the first little bit of the show, and then Eric is no longer on the show. <laughs> this was yesterday. <laughs> that was Thursday, yep. So Eric, as we've talked about, is a type 1 diabetic. In fact, uh, you've appealed to folks who listen to our show for their help in raising money for juvenile diabetes research and things of that nature. Yeah. And you've been really open about sharing what, what life with type 1 diabetes is like. I admit to you, like, I've always known that about you. We've talked. I listened to your stories. I was deeply impacted by how I saw it was affecting you yesterday when you were struggling with it. And I'm like, wow, that's what that looks like. Yeah. And that's just one aspect of it. But yeah. So yesterday what I ran into was a high blood sugar that I could not get down. Uh, typically your blood sugar is like at 90, right? And that's, that's a good number for you. Okay. 70 to 90 for someone who is not type one or type two diabetic, 70 to 90 is the number. Okay. Mine was well North of that yesterday. Actually, so very high enough where like, and I did not have what I needed here on at hand at work to control it. And I couldn't control it. Like it was, it kept going up enough where it was like infecting me physically. Like I, um, just super dehydrated muscles all tightened up, just, um, chills, but also like inside of your body felt really warm. I couldn't breathe, was breathing like sawdust, was just nauseous, headache, just everything. You're totally off. Yeah. Like you're talking real slow. Yeah, and I was trying to get through it. I was trying to see if I could concentrate through it. But I was, and I'm texting Ange to ask her to bring you know bring me some medicine when she comes into work downtown. And I finally realized I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I can continue to do this. You uh, yeah, right. Physically, I could just see like you were looking around a lot. You kept looking around like 
I don't know, like spacey or yeah. or like you were trying to. Fo- I could see you trying to focus, <laughs> yeah. but you couldn't. Yeah, it was, it was like a little. It was it was a little bit scary it for was me. Rough. Like, yeah. And that's for like a high blood sugar, which ultimately that's not good for your body anytime. It's when it's a low blood sugar, when it's more usually more dire in the short term. That's when you see people going in the, into seizures and going into shock and whatnot. So this was the opposite of that when, you're, when it's so high that it's just... So oh what do you gosh. end up doing for that? Do you end up taking... Do you, do you have like insulin at home that you have to take or is it like because i know for a low you can just eat some sugar and right. it kind of regulates a little bit but yeah so for a high i mean generally a good well-prepared type one diabetic would have had insulin on hand immediately with a syringe and, and immediately gotten to it um and that i didn't have here you know i had what i i had what was on my person you know i got my my pump or whatnot and that was what was malfunctioning so you got it largely worked out now yeah so we're in good place That's feeling really like 100 good. bucks today Yesterday, I'd like to, n- to never do again. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was a good reminder and warning. You got to take it seriously each and every day. What you coming to work for, you idiot? Yeah, you, <laughs> I actually got a couple of texts saying, hey, you're good. You're good to take right. Friday if you need to. And it would have been fine. Here I am. <laughs> or even, no, like two, Thursday, you knew you weren't oh. right when you left the house. I appreciate the heroism yeah. in this coming from the guy who showed up for work. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> With appendicitis. Yeah, Debbie, I ended up I don't in the know hospital if, that day. Debbie, I don't know if you know this story, but Vince is on TV, on the set. Hunched over. I didn't make He's it to the set. sweating bullets? Oh, yes. Okay. Just all red. But I went in that day. Oh, I'm trying man. to sit up straight with that. I'm dead. good. Yeah. Like, finally, nope, someone said, you're not good. You need to go home. Fine. I, you know no. what that is? I don't know what that is. I think it was just more of thinking that I, I could get it under control. Yeah. Like, I knew I knew that there was something popping, yeah, before I left the house. But I'm like, okay, well, I got it. I got this and that. And I clearly didn't. And that's, again, Well, if it was a malfunction, reminder. how would you have known? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Other than, obviously, you found out. The hard um, way. Glad you're doing well today. Uh, yeah. Sincerely, glad to we, be were, back. we were a little bit worried yesterday, and uh, you, you know that we had you. I, I appreciate <laughs> you needed that to very leave. much. And would have had you today if you needed it. <laughs> 854 you. on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. on Wisconsin's Morning News. I'm off to join uh, several of our teammates, Greg Matzik, Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. We're all participating in the Lombardi Golf Classic through the weekend. Raises money for the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. So you're leaving right now, eh? You gotta I'm get out. out there. Is that all right? You and hey, Pancake you, got the uh, yeah. planning? Yep, we'll take care for of Monday. That. Can't wait. Monday's going to be an amazing show. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> It'll be all these things. You'll be like, what? We have to do this? Right. Who, who decided this? <laughs> all these uncomfortable topics. Entirely happy to be led by you and Greg Pancake Hill in the production of the show. No, you know what I'm going to do? Schedule a Sunday conference call with the team. Oh, great. Yeah, right. I'll send you the Zoom link. Okay. <laughs> 4 p.m. The team's Sunday. details, right. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to need everybody to check in. You know, block out about an hour. Shouldn't, shouldn't take that long. Shouldn't take that long. Just an hour. Great. That's what we're going to do. 4 p.m. Sunday, is that the least convenient time for you? That would be perfect. Good. All right, we'll do it. <laughs> 8.58. Great to be with you this week. Steve Scafidi is next on WTMJ.